0: What's going on, everybody? Another wonderful episode of the Nerds of the Round. It's me, your boy, Tone, from across the hall, as always, joined by... It's your boy, Law, Sebastian. Today's topic is going to be about New York Comic Con, Comic Cons in general, and the experiences we've had with cons over the years. So I'd like to turn it over to Law and Sebastian, because they both were at this year's past New York City Comic Con. So talk to us. Oh, we, we were there. We were there. I right. literally wasn't even supposed to be there. Your I,
1: story I, of his life.
0: <laughs>
2: so, yo, you, every do you remember, time. Do you remember Clerks with um,
1: what's-his-face, um Dante Hicks? He's like, I'm not even supposed to be at work today. That's you. Facts. That's you. Like, every time I've
2: gone, every time I've said I'm not going to a con, last minute I'll get tickets for it. I'll show up and my friends would go, what are you doing? Like, super just, like, what are you doing here? Know,
1: say the name of your pass. Oh right! I, so, so this year I
2: got a psychic badge. Um, yeah, I was like, "What the hell is a psychic? What the fuck is that?" <laughs> I don't know. It's I got. Apparently, I'm trying to collect all of the infinity badges. Like that's <laughs> my goal. So, I've technically, if you look at all my con history, not just including uh, NYCC, but every con that I've ever been to, mm-hmm. I've had exhibitor badges, press badges. Artist Alley badges, regular con badges, four-day badge, like the works. I'm trying to get the gambit at this oh point. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> like, I have a badge for every type of experience. Yeah. how boy. It but don't. Like
2: I went, to be fair, I went real hard in the paint in like 2015,
1: 2016. But what was interesting about this experience? You were going around filming this year.
2: Yeah, it was um, filming, s- filming for Beyond. Filming for Ambion. Oh. Um, still working on on the video for that. It's gonna be a nice little uh, montage video. But um, it was it was interesting because for a long time I like I started doing cons technically in twenty eleven. Um, there was a nice little hiatus until twenty fourteen, where I started really getting into cons and really going on the regular basis. Um, and I went from being in front of the table as a customer and as someone who enjoys the con uh, to someone who is now working behind the table and being an exhibitor or working uh, the press uh, the press junket so it was really interesting because this year kind of reignited that spark in me where like I enjoyed con again I was like oh this is why I go this is why I have fun this is what it went away I w- I would probably say 2016 20- 15 or 16 like it, like i went so hard in 2014 and 2015 that the burnout was real in 2015 and a and lot of cosplaying right this is when i was cosplaying this is when um i had first joined the Inbeyond team so a lot of factors externally had kind of affected my con life uh internally um a lot of the community was start, starting to like get real toxic at the time uh within cosplay so there was a lot of factors, and I kind of like separated myself from it, from it a lot. And it took a while before I kind of found that like, oh, like that kid at Christmas, like spirit, where you're just like, this is so much fun. Why am I not doing this more often? Because I, I I kind of felt I get I guess a little jaded. Like I I was a little just over it. The bitter old man who was just like, oh man, these damn kids, and they're you know they're this and doing this con seeing everybody getting to experience it from a fan standpoint again was really refreshing
1: i think what was refreshing for you for this one too was that not just as a fan that you were experiencing the con again um because you were working the lens this year you were capturing moments so I think that's what probably ignited it for you too because you're seeing all these con moments like yeah i remember this and it was triggering that Because we had that conversation at the close.
2: It was a nice nice flashback down memory lane kind of thing where a lot of the friends I had first made, I was, like, capturing moments and, like, getting those stories again of, like, oh, man, remember when we did this? And this is how we did... And it just reignited so much.
1: I had gone to my first Sonic
2: Boombox party. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome for that. I felt really bad because at first, like, I go... I'm i'm fairly popular in certain circles so i would go to places and just be like taken away from you know the group of friends that i'm with to another like five or six group of friends and then i'll turn back and be like oh shit i lost the original group my bad <laughs> so i went and i go oh shit where's Seabass?" bass and then i'm looking for a look- and then and he found his own group of friends and i'm like Oh, he's like, yeah, I know people too. I was like, cool. <laughs> I just felt so bad. It's really, I was like, it's about- crazy. It's like how many people, you know, I was like, oh shit, you're here? Like, oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's there. The community is so big and has grown so much depending on how you're in it and, and who, you know, you can like know everybody, anyone like my, so a good example is my buddy drew, um, made friends with someone who um is originally from Canada but he met him at a con at, I think con Yeah. And now they're like really cool cool friends. So whenever they're down in like the you know in the area they'd be like hey we're in, we're at this con this con are you guys going to be there at this time? And it's so cool to like make friends in that like regard where originally you guys would have probably never met each other but because of cons, because of the community you've kind of just Develop friends that you would never otherwise would have made,
1: and I'm mad I missed his cosplay this year. I missed it.
2: I saw the pitches, oh, which, but I which missed one? Deadpool. Yes. What? So he does. So <laughs> yes. it's an actual comic, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does a version of uh, Winnie the Pooh, Deadpool my- uh, mashup. That is like, it's just it's it's honestly one of my favorite like cosplays he's ever done. But he's expanded on this group that he's made. So he now does. Um, Eeyore Cable. He's done uh, Hydra Piglet. And this year's newest edition was uh, Jubilee Roo. That's pretty cool. So he's like, he's going for the whole gambit (laughs) now. That's really cool. It's going to be like, I can't wait for what he has in store next year. I think he's just going to keep like slowly building on it. The first year he did that, he made it on. I think it was Spencer. Well, we're, we're gonna have
1: him. We're we're gonna work with getting him on an episode too. Oh, for about sure, for sure. He's been he's, he's been having a,
2: a blast because uh, he was on. He's doing his own podcast now. Shout out to shout out to his podcast. Oh yeah, um, Strange Little Worlds, if I'm not mistaken, and um, he was on this season of Six Degrees with Tommy. Oh, sweet, yeah, that one. Very cool, very good conversation so far.
1: But yeah, I mean, um, I uh, but yeah, we were reminiscing on Sunday when the con when we we were both beat
2: yo that's for real got it, some good barbecue like, oh, you know?
1: W- um smokehouse smokehouse in um new rochelle
2: it was perfect because i needed a good last meal before i couldn't eat for like four days ah,
1: <laughs> it, okay, okay. It, it hit the spot but it's like you know we were reminiscent of the years that we were attending cons and how it's like you see from where we started all
2: the way to now the evolution
1: of how we've approached and um attend
2: cons now we also realize how six degrees of separation we are like we all could have met seven years ago or more you know what i mean like we could have met at some of these cons or some of these excuse me events and because either someone was like more interested like me i was just getting into cosplay, so I barely hit the exhibitor floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Drew's a very big uh, R S alley guy, so he do- he barely gets into like certain areas. You know what I mean? So, had we all had a common interest in one thing, then we would have met before. But I don't think we would be where we are now had we interacted with each other back then.
1: Was, I had that conversation too with um, Sean Acevedo, um who's um, he has his podcast um, Geektopians. Um, did a quick interview with them at the show um Big shout out to them, and we're talking. And I was like, "Yeah, I met you at Big Apple Comic Con." He mm-hmm. was like, "You met me at Big Apple Comic Con." I was like, "Yeah, it was briefly. I had taken a picture with Sin Von Quinzel, and that was when I first saw." It. I was like, "Yes, when um I became a fan of Sin Von Quinzel's because of her, um what was it, Doctor Octopus cosplay?" She told me that she's just one of our worst cosplays. She hates him. It's <laughs> like it was. We were just laughing, but it's funny though because I met them at Big Apple many moons ago but it wasn't until we did nertino that we were both exhibiting sin was behind me um i was tabling with um jay um and um, sean was helping her with the table and it's like y'all um i was like telling her like yo your cosplay is awesome i like how you build this stuff but then me and sean just hit it off Mm -hmm. we were just joking all day at the show and what initially pulled you into cons what initially pulled me into cons um i was living with my roommate at the time which is um my wife's cousin bill what's up (laughs) um yeah so he had uh you know why you said it was easy to get press passes back then so he had press passes (laughs) and so it was like yeah you want to go i was like sure me and jesse went um we went for a little while i was like oh this is pretty dope like i never been to a comic con before i didn't even know about it um tickets were easier to get back then the anime festival was still part of it Mm -hmm. i remember they used to sell swords at comic con um and i went that second year and that year i guess i was really supposed to go because i met scott barnett and i give him scott barnett and jeff marzik i give them those two guys have a special place in my heart and give them to a big shout out um their book is picked up dead man's party by darby pop you ever get a chance guys pick it up um and it was just a conversation i had with scott and i was like dude your art is dope he's just there showing off his stuff um and i was like dude your stuff is dope i, I really love your stuff like this is awesome no so when i met scott he's showing me his artwork and um and i was like really drawn in because he had like a painting style to it his and, and i was like i've never seen that in a comic before and it was just really fantastic i love the story and everything um i mean you can't go wrong it's a story about a hitman who finds out that he has cancer from two doctors puts a hit on himself called the dead man's party which you can't you know stop then he finds out that those two doctors end up dead and he didn't have cancer so now he's trying to figure out who set him up so i was like uh, and that's all in the first issue there's five issues of this book i was like oh, oh shit. i was like i loved it um but yeah so he's just showing me stuff and then he's like oh i was like i go well i, I like to draw too and all that and I, I you know i show them some of my stuff and then I mean, he from there, he was just always exchanging information, giving me tips, and just like, you know, it, 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 it was awesome. And then when I met Jeff the following year, um, we were talking about writing. He had given me recommendations for writing, and that was my second Comic-Con. Again, I would show him stuff. I picked up their second issue. It was awesome seeing Scott. We were talking, catching up um and he it, it was a dope show for them and he was like oh jeff's here and he introduced me to jeff and jeff again it was like it, 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 just a wealth of knowledge and those two guys actually stopping and taking their time
2: mm-hmm.
1: actually like you know it it felt great it was motivating it was um because they didn't have to do that i've seen people go to cons like people have horror stories that they've said that they've had an artist like you know the, the old saying some people go oh don't meet your heroes like it's happened to people yeah but we won't get into that because we were talking about but again I thank them from the bottom of my heart
2: at the before. time at the time when you first met these guys were you like, I wasn't tabling yet you weren't this is what I'm going to this but, is what, but you weren't you weren't even picking up your art again well
1: um, no, I was I was, I was starting of... I was starting to pick it up I was starting okay. to work on it more I was like this is what I want to do I wasn't doing digital work yet. Okay. I wasn't doing the sketch covers. I was just doing Sonic fan fiction stuff. Um, that's what like, I, it's. That's how it broke in. I was like, well, you know what? what? I want to reimagine these characters, and I was. That's the mashups. How it started, and then I started like getting. It's like, you know what? I want to tell my story. Dead Planet. No, originally it was called Arctic, then Mars One, and then Dead Planet. So it had gone through its whole revisions at that time. Okay. So I took a business course. It was a six month class. Weeble, they were. Big about networking, and that's how I met Hutch. It was that big Apple con? Um, same one when I met sim van Quinzel that year, um, and briefly Sean Salvedo. I met Eric Hutch at that same con. And, and
2: anytime you meet Hutch in your Comic Con story, it's either gonna be like the best story ever, or it's just gonna be like the oh, shit, no, it I was, but Hutch. no,
1: it was funny though because originally I thought Farah was the artist because she was at the table. Oh wow! So I was like, "Hey, yeah, I'm like you're the artist, like, yo." This because Crimson Huntress really pulled me in, and I loved the artwork. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is dope!" And she's like, "Oh, my husband drew this." And all of a sudden, Hutch pops up. So I think he was like <laughs> putting some stuff away at the table. So I was like, "Oh!" And then we were talking for a minute, like mm-hmm. about art and all that. And I was like, he left a big impression on me. Um, and I was like, "Oh, this dude's cool." I saved the stuff. Um, and then I met him again when New York City Comic Con was doing what's it called they were doing that other special show special edition special edition new york okay. city okay. just they only did it for two years um, and i met him at special edition in uh, new york city and it was exciting seeing him again and we just got him talking and all that and um, i learned more about and beyond from there um and then and i attended new york city comic con again met jeff and scott we again get into talking and then i just decided you know what i'm gonna go out there and go do a show and then i did my first and beyond con and then because i was always like you know what I want to be at New York City Comic Con which 2019 was the first year I got to be a vendor thank you Wayward Raven Mark Josh and um, Alex you guys are awesome thank you guys again but um yeah that's, that's that was the evolution um 2019 after all that stuff at the table and then yeah. seeing everybody and then talking about that like again the memories and all that um it was just it was interesting seeing a lot of people come out the support. Of part and also too, it was my niece's first comic con and my dad's first like it wasn't my dad's first con it was the first first for new york city and i was like oh okay this was pretty dope yeah
2: so it was pretty 2019 was looking looking it's easier to look back on it i feel like than it is to like from a certain point picture you being where we are today yeah like never in a million years i would say 2014 law was determined that i was gonna be like a swim something like I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I sh- technically I should be in Australia right now with like my own swim team. Like that was the goal. Yeah, I had like a one way ticket like lined up in my head. I had my bags packed already, and I was ready to go. And I literally, literally started doing cons with Drew. I- I'll get I'll get into mine after I get we get into yours. But literally, like it's I never in a million years would I thought I'd be here.
0: Tone. So I've been to, unfortunately, I've only been to one New York Comic Con, um, hoping to change that next year, and was trying to change that this past year, but you know things happened. But I went, I went to New York City Comic Con in 2013. I got a press pass. I was, um, it was my, it was before the year before my son was born. I was writing for my friend's website, uh, Official RTV, a friend of mine from Hayes. His name is Roberto, and. Um, I started writing. It was one of those things I just was kind of interested in doing. I was writing for video games, doing video game reviews, phone reviews, this, that, and the third. He told me to check out and do. A Wait, r- Robsky? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, I was like, I know that channel name. Yeah. <laughs> you know how we? You know how
2: him, him and me uh, actually met? When? It's just, I think we were suspension. <laughs> <laughs> he is met Metro in detention and we just like became this is boys that's usually
1: how the best story starts Yo, yeah. we met in detention <laughs> Yo,
2: it was but like uh he comes through and supports all the time when we were tabling and it's so funny because like he knows jason the boy he knows a bunch of like he because technically he was doing the con circuit way before all of us and only just now that i'm going he's like kind of riding that wave out you know what i mean where he's like i've done that i've been there i've gone to the c2e2s i've gone to the new york comic cons i've done the uh the press circuit kind of thing yeah and he's kind of like re like rebranding and chaining up things that's fucking crazy
0: small world Mm -hmm. yeah i was i was up haze up haze yes i was uh yes i was writing i was writing for for his website for a bit um and so i went to 2013 comic con and it was cool. I got to walk around. I did a. Um, I went like I think I went all four days or something. It was it was a good time. One of the th- one of my articles that I wrote about was going to the Arkham Origins panel, and that was the Arkham that was the Arkham game without uh, Mark Hamill mm-hmm. or um, Kevin Conroy.
2: That was a different that was a different studio because City didn't do it. That was a long. different studio and yeah. it was a
0: prequel to Arkham Asylum. It was pretty much like a Batman I, Year One type of thing.
2: For me personally, I would take. Arkham uh, Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Origins, and just cancel and Nix like Arkham, Arkham Night, yeah, the one on yeah.
0: <laughs> like if I could just keep three, those would be my three. Origins was cool; it was way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. So we did the panel. I did. I was watching the panel, and the thing I did was I had my phone with a charger, and I recorded the entire panel in whatever my camera was. Wow! I recorded the whole fucking thing. Yep and it's gotta be like an hour. It was like an hour. I had my phone connected to my charger and I was holding my phone above my arm. Like my arm was getting tired because like trembling, I'm sure. Yeah. Cause you know, I don't have like, I can't sit in the front. Um, right. And Troy Baker, people were like obviously asking Troy Baker to do his Joker voice. So we got a rec- I got a recording of him doing of him doing that. I think he was reading. I think he was reading either from the killing joke or doing something from Heath Ledger. I forgot.
2: Oh, is that the, he oh man, I've seen this clip. I think he did um I don't know, it's one of those
0: two. I'm pretty sure he did Heath Ledgers, if I'm not mistaken. I, th- I think it was Heath Ledger as well. I, yeah. Yeah. Um So that was like the panel and that's kind of what I wrote about. And I remember after the con was over, I uh I went to like a Starbucks and I sat down, I brought my laptop with me. I thought it was all cool and shit. I <laughs> had my laptop. I was on the Wi-Fi. I whipped out my phone and I'm listening to this recording and trying to get like the quotes, right? So I'm listening to the recording and rewinding it back and like typing in what my quotes are going to be. Um, it was really cool. It was a really cool experience to just go to comic con, not worrying and not having to just to go and experience it and just kind of report on it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it wasn't the only con I did. I Also, it wasn't a con. I don't know if you consider PAX a con or. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So we did PAX East. We got press passes for that. Now, that's a story, too. PAX is <laughs> awesome. I, I've, I've heard. Yet I've to heard. Be I've pax, yeah. PAX, to go to PAX. PAX is yeah. a great fucking time. So for PAX, um, I did one main story there. I got a press. I was able to skip the line and play the game. Um, evolve i don't know if you heard about that game oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 where it's the yeah, one yeah. monster versus the four hunters yes yes so i got a, an appointment to go play the game mm. it was great because i just walk up and it's like, hey i got a 130 appointment I'm like okay cool skip all these people <laughs> <laughs> Flex and, this, and these dudes behind me was like, "What the fuck just happened?" I was like, "Oh, I, I have an appointment." Like, I mean, do you not have appointments? like, like do, "What's wrong with you? Do you not have a, Like, what are you doing? I was like, oh yeah, I mean, I ride for a site, I gave him my card because we had some really legit fucking business cards. Nice. Our business cards for RTV were really fucking legit. Um, so I play plays the monster. I play the guys who I was talking to. I play them. Mm. So I win the game and I write an article. I remember writing the article in the eyes of a monster and I talk about like my experience playing the game. Well played,
2: well played. It was really That's cool. All, all puns it,
0: it was like one of my best articles. Cause like at this point, I have been writing for enough time that I felt like my writing was getting better. Mm-hmm. Um so I wrote about, that was like the main thing I wrote and I was just trying to connect and pass on my card and kind of get contacts to try and review free shit and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know. But that night we went to a party. And I forgot who hosted the party. I don't know if it was Asus or. It was like for everyone to go to the party, you just go and you show up. And I line and we're getting ready. I'm wearing like slacks, a button down, a blazer, like looking not like a typical PAX goer. Right. Like I'm looking like because I'm, I'm trying you're, to look fresh.
2: You look like, a, like a, someone who works for corporate. Who
0: works? Like who does this shit? Right. So we go. And it's me, Rob, one of our boy, our boy, Rudy, who flew in from Florida. And we see this line. And I see this line. It's going down the fucking block into the alleyway. And I, and I don't I don't know. I don't know what came about me. But I was like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> and I told him, wait here. And I walked past the line, middle right down the alleyway, got to the entrance. And I was like, let me just see what the fuck happens. So I'm talking to this dude who's who's already inside. Mm. He's just smoking a Bogue and I'm talking to him in a mess. You know, I'm telling him what I do. He's telling me what he does. He's like, hey, listen, if you want to get in here, yeah, talk to that guy. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. So I start talking to him. I'm like, hey, you know, I just want, uh, I say some shit like, hey, I'm part of a small pub- publication. We have a small website. We came here. We got press passes from, for PAX. We're really excited to be here. Want to know if there's anything we can do to kind of experience this event. And he looks at me, he's like, How many you got? I was like, uh like three other guys. He's like, All right, we'll call them over. So I call I call Rob and I'm like, yo, yo get over here. Fuck over here. <laughs> right the fuck now. Get off the fucking line and come down this alleyway. And like maybe like ten minutes later, this other dude who was who knew Rob but wasn't part of our group, he asked me, He's like, Hey, yo, you you work here? I'm like Nope. (laughs) Part of me was like, all right, I'm wearing the right shit. (laughs) Right, right, right. So they get down there, I'm like, yo, they're gonna let us in. And they let us in. Like, they let us in, let us in. As in we went to the upstairs. Oh shit. We went to the VIP part, like where the regular folks could not go. What? So we got in oh we got upstairs. And like I guess there were people that robbed, I think it was Dual Shocks that was a website. DualShocks.com or something. Okay. Shit. Yeah. So those guys were in there. Rob knew them, so they were talking. Rob knows fucking everybody He knows a lot of people. He knows a lot of people, especially in the tech world. If he knows you go tech, he knows Rob is people. that guy. So we get it, we get inside, the party's happening, and I'm like, all right, well, time to get a drink. So I go to the bar and I whip out my wallet. And I'm like, hey, can I get a Jameson and ginger ale? He's like, sure. So he's like how much I owe you? She's like, nothing. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> wait, 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 store. wait,
0: wait, 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 wait! You store. telling me? You telling me it's open bar right now? I'm like, I got us upstairs into an event, and it has open bar? Yo, <laughs> the game has yo, just changed. So, <laughs> so I was like, yo, I don't. And so, like that whole fucking night, we are we are on top on of the, the balcony. World. I felt amazing. We're on top of the balcony, and we're looking down. And you see all like the regular people that we were just in line with just fucking partying and we're taking pictures and I'm like making a hashtag called Antonio's blazer and (laughs) 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 I made a whole fucking thing and it was such a fucking awesome ass night and at one point the dude who was the DJ I shit you not, was dressed up as Powder Toast Man from fucking Red and Stimpy. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's amazing. So let's, let, let's talk about these after parties that happened during the wait,
1: comments. Wait wait wait, 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 wait. We're going to get into that.
0: Yeah. Trust me, because I've got woof stories. Uh, no, man. I mean, that was kind of it. It was just, it was really... It was really fucking cool, man. Like you had a real, like that's a real experience. That was the like, first crack of. It cons. was a real experience of cons, and then like part of me was like, I, I don't. I honestly, even to this day, like, and I told I told Jackie about it. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what came over me, right? To even decide it was to, the environment. Was, was there was a part me. of you that said like, I just want to do this for the rest of my life, or, or, or in some degree, do this in some degree do that. So not writing. So I mean, I wanted to be in the, you know, I want to be in the video game industry. Right. So before I knew my son was coming, I was, I figured because I'm not coding or anything like that, if I write and I meet enough people, I could find my way into a studio or something. Right. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I want to do. But it was, it was more so like, I don't know, like me tapping into like what I used to do in in college and like how extroverted I am and how like, you know, like it was just kind of a win I needed at that point because like yeah. my life after college before where I'm working now and before that, it was just like working regular bullshit jobs. And like this outlet of RTV was like a positive thing for me. Mm. So I was like, part of was like, I'm not, I'm not waiting on a fucking line for a party. Yeah. Like I rather, yeah. I'm 21 years old. I'd rather just go to a bar, but fuck it. Let me just see what happens. Cause I'm not going to waste my time waiting that on this line. Amazing. So I was like,
2: that um, is so dope.
0: I was like, you know what? I'm dressed really fucking nice right now. My head's clean shaven. I have no fucking beard. If I talk to someone, I can probably get me get get us in here. Yeah, and and
2: the goal wasn't even to be in VIP. The goal was just to get you in there. Get in before anybody else. Before I'm, anybody else.
0: I just didn't want to win the line. That is so that. brilliant. Yeah, because there were these other dudes who I knew from from high school. Someone just became my spirit animal,
2: by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there were these other
0: dudes I knew from high school who were also at packs, and like, yeah, I was like telling them, like, yeah, we're going to this party. He's like, Oh, we're going there too. And I didn't see them, but I got in and they <laughs> texted me. He's like, Yo, did you get in? I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm on top of the world. <laughs> I would have just texted them a picture I was of like, like I what I my think, view was. I think I did text him a picture. I don't <laughs> oh, remember. Man. I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll see you on the floor. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Bravo. <laughs> nah man, but that was uh it was a really cool experience. It to was really now, cool.
2: So now this year you got to like be Jim Starlin, like
0: yeah i mean that's that's though but like i paid the man to sign my glove <laughs> but that's still like it's, the, real, it's,
2: it's still like a crazy experience. experience no no that, that, the jim experience technically cool. you would have been there had he not asked you to like this is true you know like the the universe opened up that day
0: yeah no no i mean that experience for new jersey comic-con it was uh east uh, coast east coast comic-con east coast comic-con bending yeah. and i yeah. needed
1: a i needed a i needed a booth babe so i turned to tony yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, big bald and sexy. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was cool. That was that, that was, was a cool, cool experience just to be behind the table and and kind of and see it from No, I appreciate from it. Your, it. That from that, your that, end. that yeah, that that helped out a lot. And the Jim Stone thing kind of just worked out because he just started everyone was there for George Perez. <laughs> so it worked out that I just got to his table right as he was getting there.
1: Yeah, I think Saturday he had a packed line. Friday you got lucky because you got there and people didn't know where to line up for Jim Starlin. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, okay." They're I was right like, here. "Wait,
0: is this the line for Jim Starlin?" He's just there with his briefcase, walking up. I'm like, "All right, time to get this glove signed." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those have been uh, those have been
1: my experiences with cons. Well, New York City Comic Con is always the after cons for me. The um, it's Creative After Con, and it's a, it's a pretty dope um, after party that I like to go to because it's a networking event. And you get to meet a lot of indie writers, artists, publishers, and they're all just hanging
2: out. Twins Pub, um, that's where we usually meet at. So the first time I ever went, and I never really counted as my first New York Comic Con, but now I kind of have to. Um, I went in 2011. Apparently 2011 was that year that all of us went, because I think that's also Hutch's first uh, New York Comic Con as well. But... um, I went because my girlfriend at the time, her cousin had a press pass. Mm. So we both went, both of us never being uh, con goers. We go on Sunday, which is like, I guess the slow day at the time. Oh, it wasn't the kids Kids day yet? I don't think so. So we went and we kind of just looked around and we were like, what's happening? Like we walked around. We were able, the fact that we were able to walk around and see pretty much the whole con in, like, maybe a couple hours gives you, like, is a real a like real view of, like, by comparison like. to where it is now, I can't walk 20 feet and, like, it'll take me at least half an hour to walk 20 feet. Bro, it was a pain in the butt to get to the... pain in the ass to get to the bathroom. At oh, the yeah. Oh, of yeah, yeah. The- but, um, we left... <laughs> we, we essentially... We left after, like, I want to say, like, maybe two hours. Like, we saw the anime stuff. We saw a bunch of, like... Panel stuff that we weren't really interested in. And we just, we didn't have the proper con guide to kind of just show us the ropes and like show us what cons are about. And I think for me, like that, that experience of having someone more experienced show you what cons are about really kind of makes or breaks your con experience. So when I first really started going to the cons, my first, I would say, it was still mike carbo i think it was it was big apple, big apple. but it was like mike carbo's like not it wasn't necessarily big apple yet but it was mike carbo's con 2014 and i see like a couple people cosplaying it's a smaller event um, you can see a couple couple celebrities comic book celebrities lots of vendors and lots of artists so there i you know i go and i pick up a bunch of prints this is when Lawrence picked up a huge addiction to prints <laughs> oh my god the print junkies the That's print it. The deal that first hit it was over so um i was like oh this is what it is so i learned for me what cons were at that con i experienced what it was and then i slowly started doing bigger and bigger cons that year so i went to uh kinetic con before i think be, it became terrific con and then the other one no, i think it's still
1: i think it's still kinetic con and then terrific on the so, separate I, so i've
2: i so i've been i went to both of those in their first early iterations um and then the next one was comic con new york comic con rather and i remember drew hitting me up maybe a week or so before con and goes dude did you check the website and i was like what do you mean Kevin Conroy is going to be at Comic Con, and I'm like, oh, 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 I must go. So, so here's <laughs> Kevin the here's
1: so, awesome. So when you mean all oh men,
2: so here's so here's the deal. I was already going to New York Comic Con that year, thanks to Larisse. Larisse had uh, given me her; she sold me her Saturday and Sunday passes. Right, I'm already going. Kevin Conroy's is now going. In my head, I'm like, I need to do my Batman Beyond cosplay. Like, I don't know what possessed me, but I was like, I'm making it happen. In a 24-hour build, I literally counted three eight-hour night straights. Um, I did a $60 Batman Beyond cosplay, which is still beloved by a lot of my friends and whatnot. Even till today, I still love that first version costume. And wouldn't you know it? My New York Comic Con experience went from like zero to 100 so quick on, on Thursday. This is, this is how crazy it was. So a lot of people, like my friends on social media, they saw the cosplay and they were like, dude, are you wearing that? When are you going this time and third? And I made the conscious decision to go on Thursday because one of my swim students' parents had an extra four day pass. And he was like, yo, do you want it? And I was like, wait, you're just, oh, you're just giving this to me. Like I don't have to give this back; it's mine to have. So then I give the Saturday to David. I give the Sunday to my uncle. So now I have a four-day pass. I'm like, I originally wasn't going on Thursday, but I guess now I am. But I have class on Thursday. What's happening Thursday? Is there any quizzes? There's ta- nope. I'm. I, I just. I just completely, completely ditch school. So I go down. I. I was like, I don't. This is my first New York Comic Con experience since having gone in 2011. So now I'm like, I don't know if I, I have the cosplay in my bag, but I don't really know if everyone's going to dress up. I don't know. I, I, I'm still new newish to this cosplay thing. So I'm like, all right. And I see a couple of my friends online and they're like, why are you not in cosplay? And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? And they're like, look at all these people. And I look and I was like, oh, people go ham like the first day. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so I get in there. I get in there. immediately go to the, to the bathroom. I change into my suit. And the looks that I'm getting kind of com-
1: Before you get into that. He's the guy who you want to kill who's in the stall taking forever changing into their cosplay.
2: We like, "Damn it, I got to go. I got to go." Yo, to be fair, that first Mar- Mark 1 suit is so hard to get in and out of cuz there's only <laughs> one down the spine zipper if you're a cosplayer you know the struggle there's one down the spine (laughs) zipper that is hard to reach and get in and out of by yourself I don't have removable gloves don't have a handler I don't have a handler at the time so everyone was kind of like mock being my handler um but yeah it was it was was rough so (laughs) oh man literally one of the first memes I made about my about my costume back then was great cosplay wish I made pockets like easily it's easily one of my uh my biggest regrets of that first costume is no pockets and no front zipper.
0: Oh. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You went full romper. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so so let's so let's
2: keep let's keep these these factors in mind. This is my first day. It's Thursday. I go and I probably only had like a bagel and a monster if I'm not mistaken. Like that's all I have in my system. No water, no nothing. I'm running on like complete like adrenaline and caffeine, right? And I'm now like running around. People are stopping to take my picture. And it's like really cool, but I can't go anywhere. Like it's take, like I'm telling my friends, Hey, I'll be there in like five minutes. It's taking me like a half an hour to get from one side of the con, like artist alley where the annex used to be from there to exhibitor floor, half an hour easy minimum because you're just getting stops i'm getting stopped and i'm new to this so i don't say no and i'm very like you know especially with kids like when you see the the eyes light up and you're just like you're not just batman you're batman beyond holy like you know so it it was a really dope feeling here's where things get interesting like that thursday alone was probably the day that cemented like where i am today so drew has a thing where he loves getting things signed he gets like the inker the pencil like everything you can think of he gets a sign right comes with his books the first day was rough because a lot of people weren't there or they were going to be there later in the day he's just having one of those days where he's like i had a system and like it's all falling apart you know what i mean so i'm like dude like don't worry about it the one person we want to see kevin conroy is here so let's go see him he's like, all right after I finish online here, we'll go see, we'll see, we'll go see Kevin Conroy. My friends Keturah and Rosemary, who had never been to Con themselves, are now going, yo, we're here. Where are you? I'm like, yo, I'm in Artist Alley. I'm deep in Artist Alley. I'll meet you guys at the, at the front, at the stairs. Stay there. Who do I meet dressed as Batman Beyond? Take a wild guess. Terry McGinnis. Terry fucking McGinnis. <laughs> So before I, before I like, got dressed up and before I made this, I was like, how cool would it be to meet Hamill or to meet Fidel dressed as like Terry McGinnis? I knew I was going to meet Con- Conroy, so that was a given. But just meeting someone extra would be like a fucking bonus. Well, <laughs> the universe decided to just like say, hey, okay. I got you, fam. So I maybe took 20 steps from Drew. And I feel someone grabbing my book bag, pull me real close to my face and go, hey, great costume. Lo and behold, Will Dell. My brain shuts down, restarts, and he's like, you know, I'm like, I know who you are. Yeah. I'm just, oh. He's like, you want to take some pictures? Yes. Remember I said, I don't have pockets. My phone is where? My book bag. <laughs> So I don't take pictures because I don't have my phone in my hand physically. Yeah. He grabs the battering, because I made two. He grabs one of them, takes pictures, having a blast, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, thank you so much. Like, this means a lot. He's like, man, you did great. Like he was so nice. And he was just going just to be a regular like attendee. This is before he started like doing the circuit, more or less. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I'm shake. I have met celebrities in my like lifetime. This was the first time I was like, like whole like trembling like i was like i took maybe 10 steps after like talking to him took 10 steps and took a huge breath like (laughs) you know what i mean so i get to my friends finally and they're like yo what took you so long and i'm like the the guy the voice um and i'm trying to tell them who he is but related to people who've probably never seen Batman Beyond. So I'm like, Eric Matthews, Boy Meets World, my voice, my character, he just, they were like, oh, he's here? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not trying to make it obvious because then everyone's going to bum rush him and he's just trying to like enjoy con. So what happens? I go, oh, man, I didn't have him take a photo with me. One of the people, like his handler, uh, or someone in, in his crew like walks up to me and goes, "Hey, did you get any pictures? What Whatever the cases? And I was like, "No, I didn't," because my phone was in my bag. She was like, "Give me your email, I'll send you the pictures." To this day, still don't have pictures, but hold that because it makes for the, the later part of the story. <laughs> so now just we have pin it, just pin, just pin a bunch, pin a bunch of these things because they like make the story even better, like as it progresses. So now we have. Uh, me go, oh shit, but I have the DVD of Batman Return of the Joker in my book bag. So what if we get him to sign it? That's all I need. That confirms that I've met him and that the story is valid. Mm-hmm. So I go, I don't want to go up to him. My friends go, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go. So we look like complete like black ops creeps. I'm on the phone going, he's right there. He's right there. No, the other line. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go, hey, Mr. Fridell, like you kind of floored my buddy Batman over there. He was too stunned to ask you for an autograph. He's a oh, man, like, he's so cool, like, you know, da da da, and signed it. Super nice guy. So, where they're now getting this signed, I'm walking back in line, explaining this to Drew, and you can just see the guys in line who are both happy for me but super pissed with me. They were just like, no
0: fucking way. <laughs>
2: so he's like, dude, that's crazy. That's great. So I'm like, now we're going to see Conroy. I should be fully prepared to meet Conroy because I just met Will Friedel. and like I know that I'm going to meet Conroy so I shouldn't be that bothered. Like I shouldn't be that flustered. That's a lie.
0: <laughs> People, <coughs> that was a fucking lie. Yo,
2: yo So you need we, the more we, we, we basically we basically get in line and there's a guy in front of us or there's a guy behind us who goes, hey, I have to go for a panel. He's like um, he's in press doing something. And he goes, I have to go to a panel. Would you guys mind if we skip you? I'm like, I can wait one more person to meet Kevin Conroy. It's not that big of a deal. So, like, oh, thanks. He's like, you look great. Like, like, have you? I'm like, I've never done this before. I've never met him. I've never done this costume. I just want to know what he thinks and tell him he's my hero. Blah, 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 blah. So he's all right, cool. So we get to the front of the line. I'm like, Drew, when do I like put on the mask? And he's like, just before we get there. I'm like, all right. Crooked as hell. Threw on the mask. <laughs> threw on the mask. I just really quick threw it on, right? And he's signing for the guy who we let skip. And he pops his head out and just goes, Terry McGinnis. And immediately Drew goes, Dude, your legs are shaking. I'm like, shut up, Drew. So many emotions. And I'm I'm losing it. Like I go up, I meet him. I like word vomited, like how much like he means to me, like as a fan of Batman, like what not. He was so nice, got a bunch of pictures with him, whatever the case is. I told him that I met Will earlier. He was like, Oh my gosh, he's here. I was like, Yeah, but he's just trying to be a fan. He was like, Oh, I'll hit him up later. I was like, Okay. So (laughs) casual. So all that, all that said and done, right? Fast forward, maybe like midway through, through NYCC that year, and I just look over the sea of people and I'm like, yo, this, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what in capacity, but I want to do this for the rest of my life. This is awesome. Fast forward again. Now we're at WinterCon 2014. I love Artist Alley. Cause you know, Lawrence is a print, uh, like going losing the mind for prints, right? Print Groupie. Print group. There <laughs> yeah. you go. That, that's a good way to put it. I'm a print groupie. At least not a booth barnacle. Yo, I'm
0: oh, sorry. Yo, what? <laughs> booth
2: barnacle. What? Is that There's just a, a, a
0: person who just, who just lurks and won't buy shit? Basically. Oh man. So, <laughs> a booth
2: so what I do, like I go to the artists, I usually talk to them. I, I like, you know, I get to know them, that kind of thing, become friends. Um, the one time that I didn't get to do it was because Drew and me had to go back to the car, pack the car because it was raining, and we had to go like to get food, whatever the case is. I meet Will from the studio. I buy a bunch of prints from Imbion, but I have no... I'm not even looking at the Imbion banner. I'm literally just buying... Um, I think I bought like a Batman print for Dennis. I bought um, Big Hero 6 for me. Like There was a couple things that I bought, right? And I was just like... And he's like, trying to... Give me a flyer for the first in con, which is literally the next week, but I had went so hard that year that we were like, I don't know if we're going to make it to yeah, Long Island for to another, yeah, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it for another con yeah. next week, like right next week, I'm burnt out, you know what I mean? But thank you, I appreciate it. Fast forward now to February, right? I now meet Hutch that i'm i'm dressed as robin hood everyone's calling me green arrow but he goes oh you're robin hood i was like how the hell did how the hell did you know i was robin hood he goes i'm an artist it's in the details so we start talking about the cases i kind of look up and i'm like oh i've seen you guys work before uh Wintercon. con it's all oh, you must have met will i'm like i have no idea usually i get to like talk to the artist but i have no idea so we talk whatever the cases, i love his work uh all that good fun stuff at some point we just go he goes you're going to work for me. Like we got to work together at some point. I'm like, cool. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Takes my information, became Facebook friends, calls me on my sister's birthday, which also happens to be, uh, may the fourth be with you. Nice. Right. So that's technically my work anniversary. Well, Larisse? uh, no, my sister Thais. Oh. So that happens 2015. I started with M and life just changed <laughs> after that. Um, because of that, I've done exhibiting now. I've been pressed. I've been an artist. I've helped run a con. I've helped run multiple cons. I've gone to cons. I've traveled more than I have in many years. Um, I also got to meet Will Fidel again because I was exhibiting. So the year that Far was pregnant with their second kid, uh, Ava, uh, Hutch goes, yo, I need you to go to cons with me. I was like, why? He's like, Far can't go. She's pregnant. And I was like, oh oh, okay, I'll, I'll go. So I go, and I'm like, yo, Will is gonna be an awesome con, blah, 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 So I revamped the suit for, like, the third time, I think, at that point. With pockets. With pockets. <laughs> um, Actually, I think I made the utility belt as my pockets. Do
0: you have a crotch zipper, or are you still going full romper? Full romper, full romper.
2: <laughs> full romper, no back zipper, No no. and no gloves, no gloves. Um, So people are seeing me, they're, like, losing their mind, they're like, Are you going to meet him? I'm like, yeah, I've met him before, but I don't have photo proof. So now people are like hearing my story, losing their mind. And they're just like, it's going to happen. Like people are getting genuinely excited for this for me. And I'm losing my mind. I get into the photo op booth. And so if you walk in, he's on the left. There's a photographer to the far left front. And there's a handler towards the back the photographer is the first one to look up. Like he goes from looking behind the camera, looks up and just like baffled. The handler then also goes, oh shit. So Will turns and goes, oh. and I was like, through my huge cow, just go, I met you last Like I word vomited to him as well. I was like, I met you. Um, you have pictures of me, but like this is an older version of my costume. He's like, huh? I'm like 2014 New York Comic Con. He's like, oh yeah, I remember you. I still have those pictures. (laughs) I was like, can you send those to me? He still hasn't sent them to me, but he still remembers me. That'll i be forever grateful for. Took the pictures with me and that is my like New York Comic Con experience. I've met like cosplayers I've looked up to. Shout out to Dare. Like Dare noticed my like Batman Beyond and then like when he was like one of the uh, cosplay judges for in beyond how we had like a dope conversation about like cosplay and he goes yeah i remember your thing and he, i was just like you know who i am i shouldn't even be in the same hemisphere as you like your cosplay like he's been on shows like he's done like tv stuff like people interview him like he's been in magazines he's he, him and becca are huge by comparison I'm some kid from the Bronx who just started this maybe two years ago. Why are you even like having a conversation <laughs> with me? And why are you like, oh, your stuff is dope? What? You know? For I saw, the, f-
1: I saw them this year too. They were they were walk they got to walk around the show floor, him and Becca. Yeah. It was good seeing them. Um again, they do some awesome cosplay. They it's so really it's
2: so bizarre. Like I would have never, never in a million years dreamed that this is my day to day. Like doing being able to do podcasts with you guys I have a comic out now like who am i
1: (laughs) who does this well we're excited because um this year tone gets to go to um anime new york city yes
0: yeah i need to buy
1: those tickets but yes i need to buy that
0: my one ticket right (laughs) yeah
1: we we i remember um anime new york city the first year for me felt like you know what new york city comic Con felt Mm -hmm. and you could see last year it was getting bigger so I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do again this year.
2: Mm.
1: They don't even take over the whole Javits Center. They take over a nice portion. Mm-hmm. It's nicely done. I mean, the first year I got to see, what was it, the Full Metal Alchemist live-action movie before they released it on Netflix. Oh,
0: that's cool. Mm. They had
1: like the director <clears throat> say something, and um, they had the cast film something to speak with the fans at Anime um, New York City. So again, it was a pretty cool experience. So I met Jamal. Jamal Jones, who's um artist. Um. Who also? Um. He couldn't make J one. Tim, Timber up, Moose Chase. If you guys
2: follow his oh, yeah. uh, Instagram, give random. him a
1: big shout out. <laughs> but um, no, he couldn't do J one, and that's how I ended up doing J one
2: comic convention, um uh-huh. which was pretty dope. Um, it's really it. Like when I say, there's a lot of negative feedback with the community, but there's such a good community and tight knit yeah. community in like the cosplay and art community within cons. Like, it's a beautiful thing. Like, I have made friends that I guarantee will be, like, lifelong friends through cons from, like, random experiences. Hutch Hutch is, like, like my older brother. And I literally went to a con because Drew H- said... Hutch is that guy. <laughs> right. But I, the only reason why I was at the con where where Hutch was was because Drew finally had a valentine. And my lonely, my forever hashtag single Lawrence, single ass, he was like, just go to con. And I was like, but I always go to cons with you. Why am I going by myself? He was like, you'll have fun. Who knows? What happens? I, I meet Hutch. You know what I mean? Like those little things. And, you know, from that going to like C2E2, KatsuCon, seeing people that I've like bumped into at those shows, made friends with, I have friends online that we've never met in person. But like, literally, the best of friends online. Like, we're just like, when we meet up at a con, I have people that who are on my Facebook list. That I literally just met this year. Like, shout out to Kev, met Kev this year, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like, I think we are Facebook friends." I was like, "Yeah," da, da, da. and he was like, "All right, cool, super dope." I met another uh, two years ago. I want to say uh, this guy Mike Badon. I think that's how you say his name. Um, super jacked, like. Perfect three hundred cosplayer. He does that and Namor. Um he does a couple other things, but like those two, perfect fit for. It, right? He, he bumps into me and goes, Oh yeah, you're the guy who does the Disney Robin Hood version. Like like Huh? How do you know? I'm not in the same stratosphere as you. Why do you know who I am? (laughs) Also, the Robin Hood you do is the Robin Hood. I've done multiple versions of that. Like the Fox Robin Hood? I've done the Fox version. I've done the regular person version. I've made like a... I've done a Letterman hoodie-like version that said... um, What was it? Sherwood Archery Club in the front. And then it said Loxley in the back. Like a nice like champion hoodie kind of thing. Hmm. I've done multiple... In one year, I think I did, like, 16 cosplays, and they were all, like, versions. It would be, like... I think I did the list. It was, like, five versions of Stitch, four versions of Batman, six versions of, like, this. And, like, it was just bonkers. I've done, like, Pokemon Trainers. Um, did one version of Wolverine and never that cosplayed it. It again. Cosplay <laughs> is a lot, man. Like, it's a, Do it's a, a many very... I had in my hair? It's like, when hey. I stopped, I, I was in... I was in the middle of, like, four builds that everyone was kind of waiting on. I was doing New 52 Bluebird, Black War Greymon, um, Batman Beyond, the final version, and there was something else, like, I was, like, in the middle of, and I yeah. just stopped cosplaying, and everyone lost their shit. <laughs> and I was like, guys, <laughs> I was like, I, I'm burnt out. It's a it's a very, no, like, it's a, when it's... the passion's there, it's a, I love, I love doing those builds. Like I love the art and I love getting behind it. It's one of those things like you have the passion and love for it. But if you go too hard, too fast, like you burn out so quickly and that's what happened to me. But luckily at the time where I was burning out, Hutch knew enough to keep me like artist focused and driven where he put the camera in my hand and he was like, you just need another artistic outlet. And here we are today. It's very cool.
0: Everyone's had their own journey.
2: Yeah, it's been it's a, it's been <clears> a <throat> wild ride. It sounds
0: like for everyone. Yes.
2: Yeah. Tell us what friends you've made, like what cool experiences. If you've met your heroes through like going to cons,
0: how it shaped you. Yeah.
2: Like hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the whole works. Um, you all, could leave us all read. the You can leave, leave us messages on Anchor. It was uh, we, voice notes we, and stuff. Oh
0: shit! Yeah, we can. yeah.
2: Shout out to Embian,
0: of course. Actually. So we, <laughs> what we, one we, of we our go.
2: first actual sponsors? Um, go to Inbion for all of our services and all of our products. Use the code "Get Nerdy" with it and receive ten percent off of all of your merchandise and all your products. How much is that? Ten what? Ten percent. Ten what? A ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> and um,
1: just to get you guys a little heads up. In Beyond Con will be August 22nd, 2020 at Hofstra. So I'm your host, Sebastian. Your boy, Tone, from across the hall. <laughs> it's your boy, Law. So your three hosts right here, Tres Amigos. And um, again, keep it nerdy, guys. Peace. Later, guys.